ब्रह्मादिभ्यो ब्रह्म विद्या संप्रदाय कर्तृभ्यो वंश ऋषिभ्यो महद्यो नमो गुरुभ्य शंकर शंकराचार्य केशव बाधरायण सूत्रभाषिकृद वंदे भगवत ईश्वरो गुरुरात्मी मूर्तिद विभागिने व्योमवत्याय दक्षिणाूर्त नम आप्यायंदमी वाक्चक्षुश्रोत्रो बलमींद्रिया ब्रह्मषद्म ब्रह्म निराक्रह्म निराकोराकमस्तु निराकरण मे अस्तु तदात्मते यपनिषत्सु धर्मा ते मयी सू ते मयी सू शांति 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 गुरुभ्यो नम सो दिक्स चाप्टर ऑफ चांतोक्य उपनिषद वी हेव बीन हियरिंग अबाउट ऐदात्मिदम सर्व तत्सत्यम सा आत्मा तत्वी स्वेद के दो दिस हेज बीन रिपीटेड टेल नाउ इन ऑल द ट्वेल Chapter 12 sections, which we have con- concluded. To recap, for those who are listening for the first time, the dialogue between father and son, Uddhalaka and Swetakeyto, is what is the subject matter in this uh, methodology of the matter in this chapter, where the father was asking the son whether do you have have been taught, because he found the son was having a bit of arrogance. After having studied, and he was of the age of 24, so he wanted to test his son whether his arrogance is, is you know, due to the, the what you call the inadequate education he had from the teacher where he has was sent for teaching. So he asked the son whether do you know that with which we all we there is nobody in our tradition in our lineage who is not known as a brahmavit do you know what it is have you been initiated into that teaching so the son says obviously looks like my teachers have no knowledge about it had they known it they would have initiated it so therefore father i approach you as a, as a disciple please teach me that is how the scenario started सदैव सौम्य इदमग्र आसीदिंगजायत Asat, which is now being seen as the names and form. Why it is asat? Because they have a beginning and a end. Therefore, they are asat. The definition as per the Advaita Sat is that that which never changes. Yadna vyabijarati tat satyam. So the truth is only that which remains as truth all the time, and in the same name, in the same fashion, irrespective of the conditions which are affecting that. so rest of the things are all called asat means they are 
bound by changes and having beginning and end. So, Sadeva Soumya Idam Agrasi. Hey Soumya, my dear son. Sadeva Agrasi. In the beginning only it was Sat in the shape of this. The whole thing which you are now seeing was in the form of existence. The same existence in big is now appearing as the names and forms. For that the Sat imagined or conceived an idea of three principles called Teja, Apa and Agni. That is the fire principle, the water principle and the food principle. And then they subsequently conceived their own projections and then triplication took place between them and the whole world came into existence. It is only from the imagination of that existence this whole thing is being appearing. So, to bring in down the point that it is only Sat which is now being seen as names and forms and names and forms are not reality. To drive in this point, three examples were given by father to the son. The first one was that of mud, a lump of clay becoming different parts like the pot and the lamp, doll, etc. So what happened is that the mud itself took different shapes and names and then we call it as pot, lamp, etc. So vacharambanam vigaro namadeyam rittikatteva satyam. These what we experience and transact in this world as objects are nothing but that sat only. Because just as the mud only is the reality for the pot, without the mud the pot has no existence. The pot will never be known or even seem to be existing if you remove the mud from the shape and the name of the pot. Same way, gold and ornaments, water and the, the other things like the river, cloud, uh, you know, snow, etc. Every, everywhere you will find this principle is that there is from which everything appears in different names and forms. And subsequently in the chapters where he started explaining that Aida Datme Midam Sarvam Tat Satyam he started bringing out the examples in different nature and different forms to drive in. And each time the son had a doubt. Therefore, Vitnyapayatu, please explain to me again. So, and the father goes, this is repeated nine times in this Upanishad. So now we are into the final four sections of this Upanishad, starting from 13, 14, 15, and 16. Let us see how we we understand from these examples what the father is teaching the son. So see, in the 13th section, he says, Lavana meda dudage avadhaya adhama pratarutpa sita tha iti sahayat tada chakara. So, 
so this is a dialogue between the father and the son edat lavanam this bit this peak, little salt which i am giving to you udage avadaya drop it into the water in this pot prata ma upasitha iti in the morning when you wake up bring this to me iti saha tata chakaraha so shetaketu did that exactly as per the instructed by the father he dissolved the salt he puts the salt into the water and overnight and next day morning he takes it to the father dosha yat lavanam udage avadata tad ahara the father now tells the son what we dropped into the water before you went to sleep dosha etat lavanam that that quantity of salt udage avadam tat ahara what you have put it into the water please bring it iti tat avamrishya yatha abhutada na viveda vilinam eva the sun looks into the water and they can't see the salt so he says that i cannot see the salt it has been dissolved in the water i can see only only the water no salt so the salt is missing salt has gone i cannot see the salt uh, what i see is only the the water but the salt was there when i put it i could see the salt at the bottom of the vessel but now i can't see it so here we have to take that this example which is being explained by in this example is that one is the creation the other is the sat the creation is the salt and the sat is the water and when you when you when you when the the solution takes place or when the creation is understood in its reality what you will see is only sat but in the reverse order also if you taste any part of the water you will have the state of salt only same way in, in the creation also every creation has the salt or the sat in it present in it to explain that the second mantra says anga asya anda aachamayiti katamiti lavanamiti madhya aachamayiti katamiti lavanamiti andadaachamayiti katamiti lavanamiti abiprasyai tatah mopasidatha iti tada tada chakara tat shramsat samvrate samvartate tam ho vacha atra baba khila sat somya na nibhalaya se atraiva khileti anga saumya anga both are the meaning is the same my dear son asya antamat acha achama iti please taste this from the top of the water kathamiti obviously is that lavanamiti if there is a salt taste in it madhyamat achama iti taste it from the middle kathamiti how is that lavanamiti there is a taste of the salt in it 
andam andama andat achamaiti at the bottom whatever is little left taste it katamiti lavanamiti edat abhiprasya atama upasita now throw this water and come to me iti tat tat father sold the son tada chakaraha shetaketu did exactly as instructed by the father tad that salt sashwet always samvarte was always existing which means that tat or that sat which we are now seeing in the creation we do not see it with our sense organs but it is always present in all the creation anything which we take in our experience we cannot mention something which we can experience at the same time doesn't have an existence even if it is a invisible thing even be called as ignorance we say there is ignorance of something the something is then becomes the ignorance not knowing the specifics of the something is the ignorance of something but the something has to exist to know we even to say the ignorance of it same way when we say i am not seeing something means you are expecting something to be seen and you are now not seeing therefore the something has to exist which you are now not seeing now look at every object in our transaction there is a existence isness with which we know that the object exists the whether it is an internal sukha dukha di like the happiness sorrow etc in the mind or the physical or the subtle organs or the subtle things which are in the world outside we have the experience of their existence so what we are experiencing as names and forms and objects is not the names and forms of the objects we are experiencing is the existence in them sat whether it is the black hole cosmos sun moon planets even an iota of thing an atom or quartz whatever may be that the moment we have anything which is to be mentioned it has to have existence in it as preconditional only a thing which is existing that we can perceive we may not observe it because of our limitations of our sense organs that doesn't mean that the existence is absent they we cannot see the existence in in anything only when it becomes name and form we can call it as existence same way iti tam huva cha somya atra vava khila sat nandibhalayase atra eva khila upalapsyet iti tam huva cha the father told the son emameva just as now the salt and the water atravava kilasat this sat 
is a part and parcel of all the names and forms. You are not seeing it, that's all. Atrayeva kila upalapsyase. But there is a method in which you can experience it or you can have the direct experience of Sat Atrayeva in this very name and form itself. So it is ex now you know developing that what you call uh, the, the you know the inquisitiveness in the sun saying what is that now how can it be done so the sun again asks the sun please explain to me sayesha anima aidaratmyamidam sarvam tat satyam sa atma tad tvamasishvetaketo just as everything is existing, don't you know that you are also existing? The names and forms which you say the world outside. Now you are trying to locate the things in the world outside. But are you not the part of the world and are you not existing yourself? So Atma, this Atma of yours with which you think that you exist. Tadeva Satyam, that is the truth and that is what I am talking about till now. In the creation, everything is available. It is there in you, it is there in me, it is there in the Anoraniyan Mahatomahiyan, the smallest of the small and the biggest of the biggest. It is available. So, how do you, how do you make it experiential to you is know your own existence. What is the existence you have in you? By removing that things which are non-existent in your thing or changing thing, Asat. Your body has gone through change. Your, your look has gone through change. Your hair, your physical body, your possessions, your names and form, the world, time, space, everything is kept on changing. But there is a changeless one in you. That which doesn't change in you. sarvam, And that is the sarvam. For everything there is this same thing. When things we are noticing the change, there is a changeless sat present in everything in which we observe the changes. And atma. That is the Atma, not only of yours, of everything that is the reality of those existences. The existences which we call it as Nama Rupa, Vacharam Banam Vigaro Nama Deya. That is the name and form what we are experiencing. But to experience the name and form, the prerequisite of that Atma, that reality of everything has to be present there in it. And when you are when you are when you are looking at the name and form and the changes, actually what you are looking at is that sat, and the name and change come and go. Just as in the rope, when you saw the snake, the snake appeared, and when you knew the rope, the snake disappeared. Same way, in the sat, when the name and form appeared, you thought it is a pot. From the mud, when you saw a pot, you say the mud became a pot. 
because it is a vikara it is a transformation but mud has not gone through any change the mud has remained as mud only only what has changed is that from the lump shape you got now a name and form called pot same way when you project into the something which is not reality being experienced there is goodness in it badness in it or that is good though is ugly or whatever this thing what you are attributing is like the snake on the rope the object by say has no goodness or badness or anything like that all the three times the object is the object only if the object had the quality of goodness and change not beginning it should be good all the time what we like sometime back has no more like is not like we don't like it anymore all these changes are happening is because we are the seeing the snake on the rope these attributions which we are doing on to this is what is creating asata sajjayate that these asat which we are seeing the changing things sajjayate sata jayate from the sat only it is appearing because in the background that sat is the the sat, sat is the reality in which now you are attributed the name and shape tat satyam that sat, that what changeless is the one which is we call it as satyam which i explained in the beginning that that which doesn't change at any point of time under any conditions is the satyam sa atma that is that atma that is the self in you the self in me the self in everything everything has a self that is what you are to tat satyam tatvamasi shvetakedo that is what your truth is not what you think that your name and this your age and your education and everything ho ye evama bhagavan vitnyapayetu please complete continue further explaining to me let me do the mananam by listening to you again and again by when you are reasserting to to me it is also helping me to do mananam and i am getting more and more getting convinced so the father goes to the next the 14th one yada somya purusham ghandare abhya abhidnita cha aniya tam tado atijane visrajayet sa yatha tatra prang vang va aadharang va pratyeng va ಪ್ರಮುಚ್ಯಾಂಡಿಧೋಮೇತಾಂಧಾರಾಣೆ ಕಾಂಧಾರಾಣೆಯೋಪಸಂಪಂದೇವೇದಿಮೋಕ್ಷೇ Gandharebya from the village or from the city of Gandhara Abhinadaksham tying down his eyes by you know by you know blindfolded 
Aniya Tatatam after having him brought to Adijane Visrajet. Now this Adijane has got two meanings. Adijana means either it can be a place where there are no people or it can be in a place where there is so, so much crowded that in the crowd he is, no, he is not able to make out which is the direction he has come or he has not gone. I mean he has to go. Visrajet means he is being let off. Yadasa prangva udagangva adarangva pratyangva. Now he has lost his bearing. So whether he should go to east, north, south or west is what is aham avinidaksha anita. I have been brought here by blindfolded and therefore I have been, I have lost my direction. Iti pradmayita yada tasya abhinihanam pramuchya. Then he was making this sound that I do not know my bearing, whether I should go to east, west, north, south, which is that. And when his blindfoldedness was removed, etan disham gandhara etan disham vraja. Idi Prabhuyat. One person tells him, it is in this direction you have to go towards Gandhara if you are from Gandhara or this city. In you go in this direction, you will reach your destination. Pandita Medavi. That person who explained is one who knows the direction. Not only that, he is able to explain the method also how to go ahead. Medavi means he was. He has studied, he knows the direction, not only that, he is a Pandita means Panditim. So he has also all the, you know, benevolence, kindness and everything for to guide a person who is in distress. Saprachan Gramad Gramam Gandharan Eva Upasambadhyate. He goes in the direction as instructed by that Pandita by asking, in each village, the direction, verifying it is where it is right. And Gandhara Neva Upavadyade. He reaches finally his destination from where he was brought and brought blindfolded. Eva Meva, in the same manner, Iha Acharyavan Purusha Veda Tasya Tavadeva Yavadna Vimokshe Tavadeva Chiram Atha Sambatshe. Eva Meva, in the same manner, Iha, here, in, in our context, when the father is teaching the son, Acharyavan Purusha, this person who has the status of an Acharya, of a Guru, Asya Veda, he is explaining to him, Yavadna Vimoshe, till he doesn't release from his body. Vimokshe, Yavadna Vimokshe, the meaning can be explained as, as till his death or he till he leaves his individuality or the identification with the individuality. Tavadeva Chiram and once he dealings with his identification with the individuality, only that much is the time what is required. When the Acharya is telling the disciple 
तदत्वमसी श्वेतकेतो इफ ही हैज रियली बीन क्वालिफाइड तावदेव चिदम दैट वन वर्ड वुड हैव बीन इनफ अत संबत्से फॉर हिम टू अटेन दैट रियलाइजेशन दैट आई एम दैट सत not identified as the body and understand with the, everything which i am related to the body aham mamayedi he becomes one with sadhi sambadhye he becomes one with sat because he said sat satyam tattvamasi shvetaketo that is the acharyavan purusha who tells that same way example is given is that the blindfolded man who is brought to the crowded place and he loses orientation and he is being you know going left right and center where to go one man benevolent man who knows the methodology and understanding and feeling compassionate to the person explains the method in the same way a person who is desirous to know the truth who wants to achieve the reality of his own nature who am i what am i or what is my true nature what is the i which i am referring to when i am saying i i i in my transaction i am not the body i am not the mind i am not the because they are all objects for me i can observe them as objects my thoughts are objects for me my body is object for me anything outside the body is also objects for me so objectification is there in everything so who is the subject in it is not what i am able to understand so acharya one purusha that man who is in the status of acharya and he when he explains that tattvamasi that sat is your nature he tavadevachiram this is a very important word which is used in the quotations in all the you know discussions in the brahma sutra there is not even a gap of a second tavadevachiram that listening alone is that enough for a person to identify that i am not the individual whom i am thinking i am i am that awareness in my awareness and i am experiencing everything in awareness and everything has gone the consciousness and awareness in it and i cannot see like the salt in the water i am not seeing them in the but i am using if it is not there the object has no locus standi or they cannot be available for us to even know so when i am knowing the name and form i should know that i am knowing the existence of that name and form the name is existing the form is existing on something i may transact with the name and form but the existence is the reality with which i am transacting because i am also that existence because i am also an object for others or i also is part of the creation so when an acharya tells that this is the truth tat satyam tat satnam tatyam atishyateketo when he says that there is not even a delay of a second when he hears the in the traditional commentaries the examples are given is the 10th person in the missing 10 missing 10th person where the villagers 10 villagers cross a flooded river and after crossing that they find that you know one of them is missing they do not know who is missing each one starts counting and everybody counts only nine 
and when they saying and all of them are now distressed and not going not going one person is missing who is missing that is the time when acharya and purusha one benevolent person comes across and sees the nine people the ten people sitting and crying so ask them why are you crying so they say no we ten people crossed over the flooded river now we are only able to see the nine okay start counting so he starts counting one two three one the thing then nine after nine he said there is only nine then that purusha that acharya van purusha the benevolent person say dashamatvamasi you are the ten person you have been forgetting to count yourself dashamatvamasi the moment that is being told was there any delay for him to know that tenth person is not missing it was instantaneous no tavadeva chiram instantaneously he knew oh, there are no 10 percent 10 percent in this thing i am not i didn't count myself that was a mistake with which I, we were seeing only nine people this is the way in with tavadeva chiram tata satsambatte to know the truth only that much time is required but for us what happens is that atnyana samshaya viparya these three are the impediments which are prohibiting us and from for must from knowing either we do not know what is sat what is the reality of anything samshaya even if in the upanishad or the acharya says that this is the truth because it is an archaic book and ancient you know what is being told in sanskrit and all either whether it is the translations are right or wrong whether the explanations are right, there is no proper translations or explanation being given all those car come comes as a doubt and then viparya when it is being saying that you know you should do, you should concentrate on the awareness what we concentrate is on our mental thoughts our mental thoughts are not awareness they are also objects because we know our thoughts so understanding our thoughts as the reality or that what happens in the mind and the intellect mano buddhi hangara chitta in that whatever is happening we pres- we think that that is the consciousness like the you know that emergent property of neurons etc is because of this this idea this is what is called a viparyaya if you can remove this atnyana samshaya viparyaya asya tavadeva chiram to such a person the moment he hears this you know, this thing there is not a delay he will know what is his reality and he doesn't have to look anywhere this far no further is what he has to understand that there is no nothing more to be done so that is why he is being explained again and again esha adima this anima this the smallest thing which is there present in everything in as main you know what like the salt water where that we could not see the salt that is the anima which is talking about sayesha anima aitadatmemidam sarvam tat satyam saatma tattumasi shvetaketo this is how that but shvetaketo was still not prepared he understood he is now heard it seven times eight times he has heard it but he says bhuye evaman bhagavan vitnyapetu so father compassionate acharyavan purusha he says tada soumya ide ide i will explain to you further don't worry then he goes to the 15th section 
പുരുഷം സൗമ്യ തപാപീനം പര്യുപാസതെ ജാനാസീമാം ജാനാസീമാം ഇതി തസ്യ യാവന്ന വാങ് മനസി സമ്പദ്യതെ മനപ്രാണ പ്രാണേ പ്രാണ തേജസി തേജ പരസ്യാം ദേവതായാം താവജ്ജാനാതി നൗ ഇൻ ദിസ് എക്സാമ്പിൾ ഫാദർ ഈസ് ഗിവിംഗ് ദ എക്സ്പ്ലനേഷൻ ഓഫ് ദ ഇവന്റ് ഓഫ് എ ഡെത്ത് ഓഫ് എ ഹ്യൂമൻ ബീങ് all this while he gave the different examples which is from the world outside still the son asked boya eva bhagavan vidnyapayatu please explain to me so the father knew said it has to be still more dearer to him the way in which i should touch and explain it for him to understand it saumya ഉപതാപീനം പുരുഷം ജ്ഞാതയ ഡ്യൂ ടു ഫീവർ ഓർ ടൈഫോയിഡ് ഓർ സംതിങ് ലൈക്ക് ദാറ്റ് എ പേഴ്സൺ ഈസ് ഇൻ ദ ഡെത്ത് ബെറ്റ് പുരുഷം ഈസ് ഇൻ ദ ഡെത്ത് ബെറ്റ് ജ്ഞാതയ ഇസ് റിലേറ്റീവ്സ് ആർ അറൌണ്ട് ഹിം because he is not keeping well and any time he can kick the bucket so people are asking mam jana si mam jana si do you know who i am and they look who has come look here that your daughter is here your son is here your granddaughter is here please look you do you know who is that idi paryupasate the people are around and asking him yavat tasya vang manasi mana prane prana tejasi as long as his speech is not dissolved in the mind and the mind in the prana and the prana in the tejas now you should remember the first word the creation took from the sat tejas came tejas came to apa and apa to annam now this is the reversal of the things what he is explaining here so the walk we heard no the for those who are taking the in a annam becomes a walk apa becomes the manas and teja is the one which is that the prana so we know that these three principles are being present even in the human body so walk the examples of the food when we eat what how that the gross becomes the waste the sir the middle becomes uh, you know the uh, such and such a part the the finer most becomes the walk for the annam same way the finer one becomes the mind for the apa for the water principle and prana for the tejas this we have been taught in the in the beginning of the upanishad so here now the reversal is going to be explained As long as yavad tasya vak manasi mana prana prana tejasi in this order if one dissolves in the other teja parasyam devatayam na sambadhyate tavad janati and the final this tejas or the prana is dissolving in the tejas and the tejas is the one which goes into the parasyam devata 
from where the sat became all those things. So he becomes sat. Even that means, even when the body is being discarded, the sat aspect in the body doesn't go anywhere. The sat is everywhere. So what happens is that the, 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 the reversal of the projection which happened in the time of creation from the Teja, Apa and Annam, it became the, the Prana, the mind and the walk. And then when through the walk, Vajaram, Vadam, Vikaro, Namadayam, we started transaction and all. In the reverse order, what happens is that this, what happens, the speech becomes, he can't speak anymore. But his mind is operating. When the mind is now not in a position to operate, it is only the breathing is remaining like how we are in our deep sleep. In that deep sleep, prana eva chalati. Then prana, when it dissolves in the teja, there will be slight warmth in the body. And that prana teja parasyam devadat, the teja when that dissolves in the sat, there will not be the body also will become cold and numb and limp. Till that time, the he knows whatever is happening is known by the my for, for for the individual because these are all knowing means not through the mind these activities are instantaneous till the mind goes there is a delay what they mind but from the mind to prana to tejas it's all instantaneous there is no time delay in it that is why the last breath when it is being done the prana is merging with the teja and teja with the sat is happening instantaneously. So that is how the reversal is taking place. Atha yada asya vang manasi sambadhyade mana prane prana tejasi teja parasyan devata ya matha na janati. Atha yada asya. Then the person who is dying, vak manasi, the word speech into mind, mana prana, mind into the prana, prana tejasi, the prana into the tejas, teja parasyan devatayam, sampadhyate, and the prana through the parasyam devata is becoming one with the sat. Atana Janati is what it is, he thinks he doesn't know, he is, when he, he is dying also he won't know. Because that individuality is no more there. So what happens is that these expressions are what is like the salt dissolving in the water. It is becoming one with the Sat. These names in the reverse, the same water where the salt is dissolved. If you, if you try to, you know, evaporate, you will find the salt crystal swarming in. The water is not going anywhere. The water is, which is becoming is vapor is still present everywhere. What we start seeing is the solidness of the salt. Same is the life which is being seen in the creation when the, when the, when the creation of the objects takes place. It is the same fashion, Taeja, Apa and Annam is the way in which the creation takes place and the reversal is the one which is that when they are merging it.
this way you should know that even when if you think that you are leaving the body you are not actually leaving the body because the body is actually an appearance in the sat like the crystals of the salt in the water it is appearance in the water in the sat and when the individual appearances dissolve what happens is that the sat ever remains the remaining thing is always sat sa esha anima this is the minutest thing which cannot be seen with the sense organs aidad atmam idam sarvam this is the atma of everything tat satyam sa atma tattvam asi shvetaketu so shvetaketu is now almost get convinced but a slit little bit is still left out so he says that because he heard that death and everything he had a sound in in his mind that how does then that there is something called punarjanma or coming back again into life and things like that i heard so let me ask him again buya eva ma bhagavan vitnyapayadu please explain to me father i don't i how, how how this can be understood so the father now goes to the last section where he is giving an example of a good old age old practice those the days which existed once upon a time which today has no uh, what you call uh, what you call logical answer for it whether it is right or wrong but in our puranas and the itihasas and the mythology we have heard that what is known as the agni pariksha test by fire if you are if you are adhering to the truth the truth will protect you even from the fire that was the belief those days but i found that for my convenience i thought that i am not taking the fire as a literal fire the truth is the truth there is no doubt about that there is it cannot change otherwise it is not a truth but the fire which is being explained here is not the fire of a hot metal or anything like that it is the fire of mundane life the life itself the samsara is itself as a fire and those who are truthful and adhering to the truth the samsara cannot touch the mundane life the the vagaries of the day to day life will not touch such a person because he is adhering to the truth and who are not adhering to the truth they will be tossed up and down by the the you know likes and dislikes and uh, you know all the anger jealousy etc of the world so i take this as an example not as the literally like the hot iron and fire anyway let us see what the upanishad is saying purusham saumya ata hasta grihitam anaya anaya antya apaharshit steyam akpasteyam akarshit parashu mas parashu parashu mas masmai parashum asmai tapate iti ya sayati tasya karta bhavati tata evan nrutam atmanam kurute so anruta bhi sando anrutano atmanah atmanam andardhaya 
പരസ്യം തപ്തം പ്രതിഗൃണാതി സദ്യത്തെ അത അന്യത്തെ സൗമ്യ മൈ ഡിയർ സൺ പുരുഷം ഹസ്തം ഗൃഹീതം ഇതി ആനയന്തി വൺ പേഴ്സൺ ഈസ് ബീങ് ബ്രോട്ട് ടു ദ ടു ദ കോർട്ട്യാർഡ് ഓഫ് ദ കിങ് ബൈ ദ സോൾജേഴ്സ് ഓഫ് ദ കിങ് ബൈ ബൈ ഹീസ് ഹാൻഡ് ടൈഡ് അപഹാർഷീത് സ്റ്റേയം അകാർഷീത് ദിസ് പേഴ്സൺ ഹാസ് സ്റ്റോളൻ മെറ്റീരിയൽ ദർ ഫോർ ഹീ നീറ്റ് ജസ്റ്റിസ് he need to be given the justice asmai parasum tapata iti to test that an axe is being heated up to red hot shape and saha tasya karta bhavati yadi tata eva atmanam anurdham kurude if he has really done the theft he becomes the doer of the theft therefore he becomes liable to be burned by the red hot iron andradavi sandaha saha anurde anurdena atmanam andardhaya taptam parashum pratigrinnadi sa dahyate ata hanyate so if he has anurdham kurude if he has done the theft anurdhabhi sandena anurdhabhi sandha one he is attached to the falsehood saha anurdena atmanam andardaya in his adherence to non truth തപ്തപരശും പ്രതിഗൃണാസി സദ്യത്തെ വെൻ ഹി ടച്ചസ് ദിസ് റെഡ് ഹോട്ട് ആക്സ് ഹി വിൽ ഗെറ്റ് ബേൺഡ് അത ഹന്യതെ ആൻഡ് ദാറ്റ് വിൽ കിൽ ഹിം ഓൾസോ യദി നൗ വാട്ട് ഹാപ്പൻസ് ഇസ് ദാറ്റ് ദ സെക്കൻഡ് ദ റിവേഴ്സ് ഇസ് ദാറ്റ് അത യദി തസ്യ കർത്താവതി തഥായേവ സത്യാത്മനാം കുരുതെ സഹ സത്യാഭിസന്ത സത്യാത്മന യത് മാന അന്നന്തർദായ പരസ്യം തപ്തം പ്രതി ഗൃഹണാതി സനദഹ്യതെ അഥമുച്യതെ അഥ അതർവൈസ് തസ്യ അകർത്താവതി യദി ഇഫ് ഈസ് നോട്ട് ഡൺ ദെഫ്റ്റ് ആൻഡ് ഹീസ് അഡ്യറിങ് ടു ദ ട്രൂത്ത് ദാറ്റ് ഐ ഹാവ് നോട്ട് ഡൺ ദ തെഫ്റ്റ് സി ദർ ആർ ടു കണ്ടീഷൻസ് one is he is saying that he has done the theft he denies it the second case is he has not done the theft again he says he has not done it in the both the cases his statement is that he has not done it therefore who can make who can make that make him talk the fear of getting burnt and dying out of the burnt axe will atma rakshartham to save his own self he will say the the punishment may be lesser if i admit the theft therefore he accepts the theft and say that i have done that so the the punishment will be for the theft but 
if he is completely sure that he has not done the theft, the statement from him and the adherence to the truth will be such clear and visually possible for the Raja to see that he is not getting deterred by the hot iron even when he is brought towards that. Tata eva atmanam satyam kurute, if he has done really that, he has not done the theft, satyabhisandaha saha satyena atmanam andardhaya aptaparasyum grannadi. He is ready to take a test because he knows that he has not done the theft. Tapta Parasum Granadi, he is agreed, he is agreeing to take the red hot iron. And that Upanishad says, Sana He doesn't get burnt, so that he is released. Now, in today's thing, we cannot compare a similar experiment being done because you know he will say, if I have done the theft, okay, or done or not the theft, I know. But one of you know that none of you have done the theft. Why don't you hold, touch the red hot iron and show me you are burning or not? Then I can also do the test. That that will be the way in which today we will react, or today a, 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 you know a thief will react. But for the sake of the story, let us not get into the 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 literal meaning of the story. Here, what is that? Is that those who have remaining truthful to the truth of the Sat. For him, the world, whatever form it is, it, let it be a hot iron, it doesn't touch him because he is knowing the truth and he is adhering to the truth. Tat Satyam Saatma Sveta Ketu. That is the truth and then you are that truth. Your body is not the one which is you are, you are beyond the body, you are the Sat. So, the pranks of the world, whether it is a pain of the body, you are able to observe it as an objectified, objectified item on your body. The pain of the body will be there, but you know it is a pain of the body, not yours, because you are, don't identify with the body anymore. So, a person, one who has understood that Tasya Tavadeva Chiram, one who has understood that the moment Achadivan Purusha, when he explained this thing, he has abandoned everything that is there in the mundane world, including his body and associated with the body. For such a person, he sees anything happening to his body and the world outside as not his. He doesn't identify with them. For a, such a person who is unidentified that, whether the body goes through disease, hunger, pain and all, he will be unattached by that. He knows them, he sees them, but he doesn't own those things of the body because body is an instrument being used. Just as a shirt or a dress getting soiled, people will get to that extent today, the intolerance is such a level they go can go and kill the other person because they identified with their dress. 
but of the reality the person who knows the reality he is not perturbed by if the dirt is is the if the shirt or that dress is soiled or you know made dirty by somebody else he will not get perturbed because he knows after all as which is a instrument which i am using for my purpose of wearing and it is not me who has got dirtied by the dirtying of the vessel that type of an attitude will be taken by the people who have understood the reality of the truth they will be seen going through the sickness like cancer or you know amputation or etc etc they see the body they know the body is going through pain but they don't own the pain they don't own the suffering the suffering is not touching them like the hot iron is not going to burn the one who is sticking to the truth he is freed from anything that is in the asat roopam the body and the whole world he is beyond all of them this is how the tatvamasi is completed by udalaga to shvetaketu athayata tatra na dahyata so as long as he is sticking to the truth he is not being touched by the world outside aidadatmyamidam sarvam tat satyam sa atma tatvamasi shvetaketo iti this is the truth and this is how you have to know what is your reality tada tasya vijaniti vijaniti that is the time when shvetaketo repeats again i understood i understood what is being now told this is the final statement when he makes that and the repetition vijaniti vijana vijabitnya vijatnya viti vijatnya viti is a repetition is only from the to indicate that upanishad this chapter is being concluded now there is a beautiful concluding dialogue between shankaracharya and his opponent as a in the bhashya i have made a separate pdf for that which i'll share it now but i am not going to get into that it is very lucid in english a translation i have attached with that those who want sanskrit is also there but go through that for understanding the summary of the sixth chapter var tattvamasi shvetaketo is being explained so you we you should be able to go through that how you can bring clarity to this teaching because i have rushed through it in a very short form i have not gone through the bhashya or independent explanation of the each of the mantras and all but you will get a summary from the attachment which i am going to upload when we're going to share now when you go through that and next friday if you want please send a message on the chat we want to discuss on that otherwise we can have a general question answer in the next friday before we go to the seventh chapter on the next week wednesday not this friday the following wednesday we will start the seventh chapter so this friday will be question answer session and if you want to discuss any point in the in the attachment which i am going to share now please let me know so that you know i'll come prepared for it but you need to give me time that you are going to ask questions from that right
So just a minute. I'll uh, I'll okay. I'll let me stop this part of it. Om Purnamada Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachyate Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnamevavashishyate Om Shanti 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 Arihi Om Shri Gurubhyo Namaha Arihi Om Thank you. Dhanyavada. Thank you, Binduji. That was wonderful. We've, uh, I think this um, this now includes uh, with Tatvamasi. Um, it uh, it includes all the uh, Mahavakyas, and um, that's a great thing. So, why don't we uh, raise um, open uh, hand raising? And if there's anyone in the audience that hasn't come up that would like to and uh, ask a question for Bindo, you're welcome to do that. Anything related to this Upanishad or the other Upanishads that you've read or that you've uh, read with Bindo, please come up. Don't be shy. You're welcome to. Any question related to this is more than welcome. Please come up. Welcome, Sat. Nice to see you. Been a long time. Yeah, thank you, Patrick. Namaste, Binduji. Namaste. Based on the last question and its explanation, I have two things uh, to say. And please tell me whether I'm right. What you said on that, one can conclude that those who uh, covet worldly objects will get the consequences related to it. Well, those who are not holding on to worldly object uh, as existence is the subtlest of subtle thing they won't be getting affected by anything like an Agni Pariksha because the grosser things can be burned but the subtlest of subtle can't be affected is this right? yeah you are more or less right only thing is that the possession and the non-possession is not a question. Attachment is more important than possession or not possession. Even when it comes or when it is lost, a sthita pratnya will not get affected by that. One who has known it, Agate swakatam guryad gachantam nanivarayeti is what Shankara has said in the Viveka Chudamani. Whatever comes is acceptable, whatever goes, is not being lamented upon. So, such an attitude to everything in life makes you free from the bondages of the worldly things. That's why. That way you have to understand it. Okay. And the second thing that I wanted to say, since uh, this uh, three things which gets mentioned, voice, mind and the tejasa, Tejas also refers to the uh, second uh, pada as per Mandukya. So, is it the things in the subconscious which are like what we consume during waking 
Yes. Oh. Like in Mandukya, oh. mm. what we consume during the waking gets reproduced in the uh, dream, in the second pada. So, uh, like what we eat, it affects our mind. And if our diet is like limited to water, our voice dissolves in the mind and the mind dissolves in Tejasa. So, can it be uh, seen like uh, uh, not just consumption as a uh, food habit, but also indulgence during the waking? That what you indulge in, if that is a uh, 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 mindful or uh, not something which can create an adverse effect, uh, then uh, uh, there is like no rebirth. Because the last question was about rebirth. Was I clear? Yeah. See, you should not mix up the prakriya or the methodology of two diff two Upanishads and feed them against one another. Then you will get confusion because Mandukya is from Ajada. There is no birth, no death, there is no creation at all. Whereas Chandogya doesn't say that there is no birth. What Chandogya says that it is Trivikarana. The Tejas, Apaha and Annam is projections of the Sat. And that Sat subsequently creates the rest of the Vajarambanam Vikaro Namadeya in the multiple names and forms. So there is a Projection and that projection subsequent creations is the way in which Chandogya looks at it. But Mandukya it straight away denies that it is, you know, it is a Manos Devasya Sobhavaha and it's the nature of the awareness in which these things are appearing. In reality, nothing is there. So the Mandukya methodology cannot be compared with the so, so Vang Manasi Manasi Prana Prana Tejasi Teja Parasyam is the Chandogya methodology of dissolution. And if you go into the Bhashi of the Shankara, there he talks about the Punya Karma, Papa Karma and the reason for rebirth and all because one who has not realized the knowledge, he still identifies with the body and the body is a result of punya papa karmas therefore the type of body he will get will be depending upon the adhikyam or the 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 measure of whether the goodness or the you know the badness in that in the in the body in the activity which will be the reason why the body will go through transmigration into another body where the enjoyments or the suffering of the work done in the previous life can be continued that methodology is explained by Shankara in the Bhashya, but Upanishad doesn't talk about that directly. But there are, you can take an indication from that, from the Upanishad. It's up to you how the commentator want to bring in the, you know, extraordinary teachings into that thing. So, methodology is one thing is saying that when the initial stages, it was said that, you know, the food we eat, what becomes what, the water we we drink becomes what and what what the the teja aspect what we eat becomes a prana etc all those things have been explained 
in the last mantra it is a it is the reversal of the not the last mantra the last part mantra in the 15th section it is the reversal of the order where that you know even when the reversal takes place the sat from where the everything has come has not gone through anywhere it is there always everywhere that is one is way to look at it okay thank you bintoji See this attachment which I given in the top is a very good summary. In fact, it may take three, three or four more, three or two or three classes to for me to read and explain them. It's not so simple because there is objection and everything. That's why I kept it as a separate attachment so that you can take it, download it, read it comfortably, and if there is any questions, Friday we can discuss that. But let me know in the chat. back back channel chat whether you want to you have any specific questions you can put it up there so that i know what you are looking for answer from me because it's a it's a long explanation by shankara towards the conclusion of the satmasi the whole sixth chapter when do you want us to let you know uh you don't want to do this this friday you want to do it you want to start on chapter 7 on friday and then you want to no. do the bash you want to do the bash this friday i will do i am taking the seventh chapter only from next week the friday will be general question okay. answer but if there is any specific question from the bashia right. i may not be able to answer unless i am told that this question is from that this this attachment which is now been provided so i i need to because i need to study the sanskrit aspect of it before explaining because english is translation has been done by somebody so i may not agree with him fully yeah, pranam bindu uh, ji raji everyone pranam i've been listening it's a very very uh, deep topic about <clears throat> a student teacher relationship or you know mentoring so thank you very much mindu ji it's a it might look like you're not covering much ground but you're going much deeper and uh, <clears throat> a lot of times i find that uh, when we listen we already have a framework and here is an example where the where the father is patiently dismantling the child the mentor's framework the mentee's framework thank you thank you and dhanyawad bindu ji for this uh, session i deeply acknowledge and appreciate you uh you know contribution towards parampara our tradition and it is very important i bring great service i believe uh i have a question connected to maybe not this particular chapter but generally you know the final battle is always integrating written words with your life and uh, since this is a very intimate uh, uh relationship of father and son maybe in the chapters before or in the 
coming chapters is there a kind of a guidance given by father to son how to integrate it how to live it kind of thing i'm just curious well the, well these examples themselves are instructions for integrating that to know the truth from the apparent and if that can be applied to every aspect of our life there is nothing more than that one has to do for achieving that that freedom the tranquility and the bliss which otherwise is eluding us with our engagement in the world outside by default we are all very very truth which doesn't need any other thing but our constant drive to have something to achieve something to possess something is what is covering or camouflaging the bliss and the happiness of our true nature the one who has known the truth and tasted it or realized it he doesn't get disturbed whether he is in a crowd or whether he is alone he is always with his own true nature so this aspect is what indicated by this upanishad not only this upanishad many upanishads are indicating towards that direction only the knowledge should make you or give you the dhairya the seventh chapter really speaking you will the next week onwards which we are going to start were the younger brother and the elder brother or you can't call it as younger and elder because they were all created at the same time as manasa putras of brahma prajapati brahma narada and sanat kumar are two masters in their own field the dialogue between them even though he is recommended for a meditation but it's a philosophical meditation which we will be dealing with in the 7th chapter which will be starting the next wednesday there the steps or the stage by stage progression what can be done is given to narada by sanat kumara till he reaches the epitome of happiness bhumeva sukham so that is what is going to be the thread in the coming chapter maybe that may be more appealing to you than this because this year it was more of a philosophy or telling the you know the dissecting of the truth in the parents names and forms maybe you 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 after the listening to that you let me know whether you have got your answer or not sure binduji i will attend the seventh also because meditation deeply attracts me and this looks like a newer version or a different take what you described as philosophical meditation it would be very interesting to hear on it thank you i wonder you know with this this question that persists um and it was covered here today about the there's this constant need to you know figure out how how we can what we can do with this 
information that were provided in the Upanishads. And I don't know if that's, that's that, you know, region of the separate self that really isn't ready to accept <clears throat> what the Upanishad is pointing to in that, that there is no body fundamentally. And, and I don't know if it's, maybe this is a, you know, a, a chat you guys want to have, but it, but the notion that that there isn't a body is so shocking to the system that I feel that many Advaitis that I talk to that identify as a non-dualist, they don't really, they're not ready to accept that. So I don't know if the right way to you know, ask this Bindo is to, you know, to, for a conversation is, is, is whether when you, when you're pulled over, you know, by the policeman because you've been speeding and you're asked to produce your driver's license, I don't think you drive anymore, but let's just say you do, but I mean, you identify as Bindo on that relative level for your driver's license but but when someone i've asked you who or what you are and i know what you've answered and many of us can have that that same response but maybe you know this question that rajesh is asking is you know fundamentally you know do you really identify still as a body in that sense or whether the information that has been provided through the Upanishads has vaporized the notion of, of the body. And one really knows his or her true nature, but doesn't reject the body at the same time, that understands that what the body is in the context of of that so anyway i'll lay that out there for everyone if you want to have that that chat but i feel fundamentally that there's so many that are clinging to the body because it's form and that form is is what they identify as an avatar in order to make sense of the world without that body they don't see themselves as anything they don't see themselves as such they don't see themselves as that fundamental reality of it all, that same one subject. Anyway, there you go. Hey, your example of me getting pulled up for a speeding ticket. I see it as a part of the waking experience. But I'm not the waker alone, no. Waking is one of my aspects which where I'm present as a waker body and experiencing the waking world. But I also have the other two. And I am present in all the three unchanged all the time. Whether I dream and the dream I am being accused of a murder doesn't affect me as a waker when I wake up. So why should a speeding ticket of the waking should affect me in any other way? 
it is part of the waking it goes in the waking the dream whatever happens in the dream it goes in the dream what happens in the deep sleep whether nothing happens everything happens or nothing is going to exist or nothing doesn't going to make a difference because i remain always the same i know these changes are happening in the awareness as projections of my own awareness there is no my there it is in the pure awareness and the entire world and the objects of the dream were created by my own mental projection same way that awareness when it projects the waker which i am talking now as bindu is the projector the same thing which has the mal created the entire world for the the person bindu to experience and enjoy it so i am neither the waker nor the dreamer nor the deep sleeper but the the witness or not even the the one which knows that these things are appearances which comes and goes in my awareness i am neither the waker nor the dreamer nor the deep sleeper so a speeding ticket or a murder of a dream is to be treated in the same coin on on what level do you would you be prepared to identify as all of it at all levels i'm all levels i'm the same even when i am waking right. when i am in dream also i am that when i am in deep sleep also i am that without that i am not there but you don't identify as patrick do you patrick is an object of my awareness which just as i am the i am bindo in my awareness <laughs> i know it's so amazing <laughs> it's the best thing in the world this is the great like this is for everyone listening this is the great paradox and this is the stumbling block this like this if you get i'm going to save this and repeat it because we haven't really talked about this but there's a way to identify without presenting yourself as god it's it doesn't mean that bindo you know can wiggle my toes but his reality can wiggle my toes and that's the point of this it's it's on the surface of paradox but knowing that that fundamental truth you don't you don't get caught up you know at that superficial level anyway i don't know if this is interesting for anyone else in the audience you're welcome to come up and uh and throw some questions uh, together i just find that part of it you know really important because i think that the the notion of the body is a huge stumbling block i think that we're constantly um we're told to believe this you know superficial lie and it doesn't it doesn't mean that we have to reject the physical world okay uh since we are talking about reincarnation and this may be more because of curiosity and since patrick have put it there there's this incident in ramayana where ram and parshuram both are there and we know that both are the avatar of vishnu and when parshuram let goes his anger he ceases to be uh vishnu 
Anj. Then, uh, and then uh, Ram becomes the Vishnu Anj. How do we reconcile these things? Uh, since we are talking about reincarnation and uh, somehow Aptar is also connected to similar stuff. See, the mythology has got its own limitations. You cannot always find a solution for some of the stories in the mythology. That is to make sense that stories are being written. But there are patches of truth which are being taught through them for that, so that, the, you know, the, the very reason why these mythologies or these stories of, uh, you know, characters in what we call it as mythological characters are being created is for that. Those days, people who could not go to an Acharya and study and the Grihasthas were there not able to because of their either the, you know, people, agriculture, or business or anything, they can't take out time for studying these things. They need, they needed a proper methodology to know these things. So for the purpose, as per the story goes, same Vyasa who divided the Veda into four, wrote the 18 Puranas and the stories for the benefit of mankind so that through the stories these moral messages of the truth is conveyed but when you make a story you cannot take the entirety of the story as a reality you have to take like like a fruit where you may have to discard the skin for enjoying the fruit same way, some aspects of the story will have to be discarded as what you call Arthavada or you know what you call eulogy in the means of in the case of studies mythological thing. So when you say that both Parashurama and Rama are avataras of Vishnu, when he becomes angry, he loses the avatar of Vishnu. That is itself is a contradictory statement because if you have big if you have formed ice from water be, just because you becomes contaminated with something your nature of water becoming ice doesn't change assume that you put a drop of ink into the ice the ice still remains as ice it may be it may be colored with the color of the ink doesn't make is non-ice so the statement of that, because he became angry, he lost the avatar of Vishnu is not a statement which can be accepted. Sat, I'm curious, you come up a lot, you know, we don't hear from you. You're a pretty quiet guy, but you're pretty dedicated in terms of, you know, your attendance with, you know, with all of these um, sessions with the Upanishads. And I know that as a sadhak, you're, you know, very devoted. But, you know, with, with this question, do you, when when you contemplate the Advaitic perspective on reincarnation, does it do do you, can you can you use and comprehend both languages of the relative and 
And do you, I mean, maybe I'm stumbling with this, but do you accept reincarnation on a superficial level, um, but reject it from an Advaitic perspective? How do you, how do you look at it, Sab? Um, as long as the individuality is there, or one identifies with anything that can be conceived, um, the story will go on. And uh, just like sleeping and waking up the next day, uh, I believe reincarnation or all such things also are true. So, I mean, this is an interesting question because it's, you know, if does that, does one, does one's perspective on the world uh, affect truth? And sure, I might, if I believe that I'm an individual and I believe in birth and death, upon the death of the body, there's this notion that, that the or you know whatever it is the soul that is going to I mean it doesn't I, I don't even I don't see how it computes that that there is no individual component of Atman that can reincarnate there is so I mean that's what I would like somebody to be able to uh, maybe Jadavada can put it in a way that because he can speak many languages. I don't, I don't want to put you in that position, but um, I don't know how one who knows the truth of Advaita can can then dispense with that truth and accept reincarnation as a a truth of any of any kind so not not to put you in a in a you know hot spot but anyone please come up and uh share your perspective on this you, I mean, it, the question is, is if you accept Advaita as the truth, how do you demonstrate that there is birth and death and reincarnation? For an Advaitin, there is no reincarnation. There is no rebirth. This is it. There is no birth and death. So, how can there be a rebirth? So, so what is it that is being reborn, Rajesh ji? There, there is nothing that is reborn. Atma is forever. It's, uh, there's no birth and there's no death for Atma. And yeah, but there is, Atma, not yeah, yeah, the body. Uh, yes, yes, yes. So then when, when uh, some people have these um, memories of their previous lives and 
they are verified and they are studied to be true then what, what do you think is happening there and see memory is a funny thing you know you can't really trust anybody's memory for that matter what you see in dreams sometimes remains with you as as your memory though obscure and uh, then you jumble up then you mix it up there is no ghost there is no memory of past life it's your mind that is playing those tricks it is probably what you saw in your dream or something Mike, that you imagine this is where uh, this is where i i uh i can bridge both languages and say that i don't think that those i don't I don't think those memories are alive. There's been huge scientific Bindo even shared it with some scientists I think from the US who did all these past lives and research. Both Vinod and I have done um the nadis, the 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 leaf. I've done it at least a couple of times. And Vinod I think has done it a couple of times as well. I mean, and he's a smart guy and I'm, you know, not a, you know, a slouch myself and I'm telling you there's there's absolute truth to what was found in the in the um in the leaves but but and just for anyone who doesn't know the 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 nadi is a form of jyotish and the vedic astrology and you know it's said that um agasta uh compiled all the lives he saw all the lives that would come into the temple and all of those lives uh were written um based on when that person would come into the uh into the temple and so your past life um current life and you know when you're going to take your last breath all of that was there I've done it twice and they knew you know how many children I had the names of my mother and father the node verifies it as well I mean it's this is as factual as you can get as reading um you know the Upanishads themselves so I don't look at that though as being these figments of your imagination this is brahman these are brahman's lives these are brahman's these are all the memories of brahman that that you're experiencing raj that's how i see it and so that's that's the only way to look at it because there isn't individual atmans there's only that brahman and that brahman has um consecutive um uh concurring uh uh so-called lives those appearances happening all at the same time and so they're not forgotten uh they're just part of the replay and that's a really inarticulate way of putting it but that's how i see it Bindo's laughing at me because I know he rejects this stuff, but I swear I um perspective. <laughs> Achha, um, uh, I believe I will be dishonest if I say that I don't believe that there is nothing like reincarnation. I don't know what it is or how it happens. I'm ignorant about many such things, but uh, 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 what I'm trying to say that right now I'm asking all these things as an individual only. 
So how could I deny the individuality? Right? If I say that there is no rebirth, uh, there is just uh, Atman and all such thing, then somehow my individuality has ended. Only then I can say these things, right? Yeah, I mean, maybe the um, the way to look at it is the perspective. Um, I'd rather have been to answer that, but the way that I look at it is is to you know is to see the wave in the ocean. That the perspective or the notion of individuality or that multiplicity is just the nature of Brahman. The nature of the ocean is is to have waves um, as part of that you know, whole appearance. It doesn't reject sad. It, it, it's actually, it's a, it, for me, it makes it more magnificent that there's a celebration or acknowledgement that there is that so-called multiplicity. I just, the, but the notion, this is where, this is where the video or, you know, the misapprehension or of, of, of the truth is, is that, that that is an individual that you are separate, you, you know, that you are apart from, from that reality. The, the alternative way to look at it is Advaita, and that Advaita is that that so-called multiplicity is, the, the, is built into to the whole, the, that there is that recognition and knowing that there's the the so-called diversity and i'm putting on that word so-called constantly because you have to put a caveat in there so that patrick if i may add if i may add to this yeah go so see this advaita i think let's let's demystify this a bit advaita it's a treatment difference where it's called agrahana anyagrahana, right? If there is no apprehension of truth, right, it will lead to misapprehension of the, you know, that multiplicity is a result of it. That's it's a class is is a treatment of the phenomenon itself. It's just a treatment that happened here. The multiplicity, or you know, the reincarnation is a is a result is a class belong to you know agrahana that misapprehension it doesn't deny apprehension it it is classified as a misapprehension that's all it is otherwise you know it focuses on you know apprehension which is a direct you know perception of atman that it focuses on getting you there then you can see the phenomenon this way. You know, the phenomenon is seen as agrahana, anyagrahana. It's just a classification or treatment. That's the most it speaks about. It doesn't bother to go and explain how reincarnation happened. It is of no interest right there. It, it doesn't bother to go there. That's about it. You know, either deny or accept is of no in you know, a consequence for an advaitin
why patrick is talking reincarnation <laughs> okay it came up, uh, it came up. That, that, i didn't bring it okay. i didn't bring it up <laughs> okay tell me before being born as patrick uh, have you applied in advance that let me be born as a patrick was there anything under your control So and the answer yeah 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 oh, sorry what was the question <laughs> <laughs> i just asked before being born as a patrick have you ever applied uh, okay that you expressed your intention that i want to uh, being born as a patrick was there any control <laughs> of any sort huh no 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 okay that is first thing second thing right now do you believe that a person called a patrick exists in canada no <laughs> no <laughs> not really okay just 10 minutes back you said okay yeah. when you it doesn't mean that there is no physical world physical world is going to be exist like that simply it doesn't mean that there is no patrick patrick is going to be exist it is just a thought okay like that why it shouldn't be an individuality if there is no individuality then definitely there is no god and there is no universe at all na shankara tells if you are an advaiti right now if you are seeing the duality it is just because of ignorance absolutely there is no duality but if you are experiencing if you are seeing that it is just because of ignorance if there is no ignorance there is no question of duality at all while dealing what is the most important message of shankara if you are an advaita i am just uh, standing in the shoes of shankara and as an advaiti i am telling okay not from other standpoints here a person who talks about the duality or or the qualified uh, non dual position it is just because of the ignorance nothing else actually there exist only one akhand atma that is brahman the question itself is wrong absolutely there is no question of any kind of duality if you give a little split here then gone from the standpoint of paramarthika there is no question at all if at all you want to do some circus that's why he has created another lane uh, 
ಎಂಪರಿಕಲ್ ಟ್ರೂತ್ ವ್ಯಾವಹಾರಿಕ ಸತ್ಯ ಓಕೆ ಯು 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 ಅಂಡರ್ ದ ಬಕೆಟ್ ಆಫ್ ವ್ಯಾವಹಾರಿಕ ಸತ್ಯ ಯು ಮೇ ಡಿಸ್ಕಸ್ ಎನಿಥಿಂಗ್ ಎಸ್ ಎಕ್ಸೆಪ್ಟ್ ಎಸ್ ದರ್ ಇಸ್ ಅ ರೀ ಇನ್ಕಾರ್ನೇಷನ್ ಹೂ ಸೇಸ್ ದರ್ ಇಸ್ ನೋ ಇನ್ಕಾರ್ನೇಷನ್ ಅದ್ವೈತ ಎಸ್ ಇನ್ ಎಂಪರಿಕಲ್ ಟ್ರೂತ್ ದರ್ ಈಸ್ ರೀ ಇನ್ಕಾರ್ನೇಷನ್ ದರ್ ಈಸ್ ಡೆತ್ ದರ್ ಈಸ್ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ ದರ್ ಈಸ್ ಗಾಡ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ದರ್ ಈಸ್ ಡ್ಯುಯಾಲಿಟಿ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಯು ವಿಲ್ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಟು ಡೂ ಉಪಾಸನ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಶಂಕರ ಈಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಏನು ಅಗೇನಸ್ಟ್ ದಟ್ ಬಟ್ ಓನ್ಲಿ ಫ್ರಮ್ ದ ಸ್ಟ್ಯಾಂಡ್ ಪಾಯಿಂಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಪಾರಮಾರ್ಥಿಕ ದ ಕ್ವಶನ್ ಡಸಂಟ್ ಎಕ್ಸಿಸ್ಟ್ ಬಟ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ದ ಸ್ಟ್ಯಾಂಡ್ ಪಾಯಿಂಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಎಂಪರಿಕಲ್ ರಿಯಾಲಿಟಿ ವ್ಯವಹಾರ and ask the question from the perspective of dream do all of those characters uh have an independent reality outside the dream and or or do you have that feeling when you're in dream that all of those characters you certainly have the feeling that those characters are independent but when you come out of dream you know that those characters are all you in that sense or they're part of a projection but when i was just um i was just uh, what i was saying when you had the call is um is just to elaborate on what you were saying is that is to look at it from from dream that in dream you have all these characters and in that dream they might they might have the feeling of separateness and individuality but out of dream in the context of waking when you look back at all of those characters in that dream they lose the individuality they don't have an independent reality they're all part of that you know same being in that not i think is the way that we have to look at at the individuality in waking because there is no fundamental difference between waking and dream so not even that uh, patrick Continue. even shankara doesn't accept that if you go by that logic okay shankara elaborately discusses in brahma sutra in case of empirical reality even the dream and the waking world are not the same they are different because the creation of uh, ishwara which is universally perceived in the waking state okay but the dream creation is not objective and publicly transactionable that's why there is a difference between the dream world and the waking world that's why shankara makes it very clear because in case of empirical reality shabala brahma shankara accept ishwara jagat jeeva janma punarjanma everything there is no doubt about it but only from the standpoint of paramarthika absolutely there is nothing no question at all there is no scope for any kind of such questions that's why he the parampara classifies it as pratibhasika vyavaharika and paramarthika this is from the advaita for all others definitely there is an individual no doubt about it there is ishwara there is jagat there is karma there is 
ज्ञाना अज्ञाना बंध मोक्ष पुनर्जन्म एवरीथिंग इज देयर बिकॉज दे एक्सेप्ट इट एज द रियालिटी दो नॉट इट्स एब्सोल्यूट बट दे एक्सेप्ट इट एवरीथिंग इज देयर फॉर अदर्स थैंक यू थैंक यू सो देर इज नॉलेज एंड अंडरस्टैंडिंग of the fact that something is always there is unchanging and that that is me so the question is that one is not uh staying in that place of this the you know the one that is the unchanging and one like like what's being spoken about here becomes the individual or something um so how does this you know uh change um i don't know how to put it as a question really but the point is sometimes it can even be a remembering or a reminding still at the level of understanding or at the level of mind and uh, sometimes that's not even a question it's just a little more stable there so how does the understanding change you know one from being the ch- the changing to just stably being at the place of the unchanging is my question the the question itself you had the answer the unchanging is now joy that is where the error has taken place the unchanging has not become joy the unchanging is not only joy it is everything so if you think that the unchanging has become joy that means you are only thinking only one aspect no the joy which is feeling the joy as an individuality is because the unchanging the factor more that the the vastness or the potency of that unchanging when not understood and a limitation is superimposed on oneself through the instrument called mind which itself is a very limited one the idea of the individuality is born therefore once that idea is born standing on that idea as an individuality you will not be able to see the fathom or fathom the <clears throat> totality of that unchanging reality the only way you can do is negate what is changing and when that is changing is negated the fallback is only option is to merge with the unchanging there the individuality also is lost because individuality is a changing one it is a projection in the individuality as a mind so when that is understood as changing one not permanent tapu i mean ineffective of birth and death and dk all those 
you know, changes of age, childhood, adulthood, etc., etc., body changes, all those things, possessions, and everything you can bring it up. Remove all that can be seen as changing, and when you remove all that, that time even the eye becomes the changing one, you will drop the eye also. And that time, the only way you can remain is the changeless one. Yes, um, that's clear, uh, you know, what you're saying. But the point is that it's there is an understanding of this, right? Uh, and yes, it can easily be taken that now the I shifts and says, now I am the unchanging, and yet that is still associated with I joy am the unchanging, which is uh, not what we are, are trying to see. But I, I mean, how does one really? Uh, one point became obviously clear that you are kind of going to negate everything that's changing. It's like a neti neti thing that you know this is not me. But my only uh, little bit here is that it's the mind also can say the same things and can understand the same things also. So the point is not to get it at that at that level. That's the only thing I, I want to be clear with. See, the last thing which you can drop is the I. As you rightly said, the eye has not gone through any change. But we all have a state where even the eye is not there. I don't have to say, we all know that the eye, the individuality, or the association with the body and the world, everything is lost when we are in our deep sleep. Therefore, the eye also is as impermanent as everything else that state where you drop the eye or the eye is seen as a changing one is when you become one with the sat that is what that it said no sadhisambadhya nabiduhu sadhisambadhya mahi in the in this Upanishad, it is said, no, having become one with the agrova, mashakova, whether it is a lion or tiger or a mosquito or anything, all of them lose their individual existence when they go to the deep sleep. There, there is no lion separate, no bindo separate, no joy separate, no mosquito separate, nothing. So we know that even the I which we are now holding on to is not a permanent one. So the, what is not permanent is not what, or what we are made. Because if it is permanent, it should have been there even in deep sleep. We don't experience anything. It is a state of pure existence and being. But due to our ignorance, we consider that is an aspect of the function of the body of the waker. Just as the waker is going through the dream, the waker is going through the deep sleep, 
is all we are relating because our identification as a waker is so deep rooted that we relate the entire world from the waker's point of view but only when we look at that is the waker a changeless one then only it can be true that is where the waker fails to stand up and say i am the changeless one then we have to resolve to what is the changeless one then we will come to the i notion but even the i is changing or absent in the deep sleep therefore the individual i also have to be dropped this is a this is a methodology with which you can cross over even the identification of the i even in waking once you know that you have an existence even without the i that is present even in the waking or in dream and being in that even in the waking you can see the play of the i the individual ego playing as the individual of the waker there you don't associate with the waker i you see it as a play being done by the individualized ego but if you are not able to do that we get identified with it and they we become the body we become related with the body everything happens one after the other right and if i you know bidoji talk to someone who uh, is is let's say hearing this for the first time and i'm i i can say that there is a um, the awareness here that is constant and that awareness is not linked to you know joy as in it's linked but it's it, what i'm saying not linked it's not that is not the uh, real unchanging one so um this much is clear if if i say that it's here the unchanging is there is an unchanging here and then there is the perception of the changing here but that awareness is not just here but it's i awareness am not just here if i had to just clarify that because i awareness is there also you also this and everybody so and and i don't want to just clarify it um theoretically so because i think look like this nethinity is taken as an intellectual elimination i think that's where that i reference continue to be there even the the neti become a nagrahana that there is no reference to elimination leading to confusion or a dead end uh look like that neti application itself uh need correction this is my observation binoji yeah the process there is a state called bhada avadi bhada means negation avadi means limit the limit of the negation is 
when nothing more is to be negated, but the negator without anything to negate also has to be dropped. There it is not intellectual. There it is an experiential thing. So the intellectual thing will be up to the negating points of it. Beyond that, that feeling that I am the one who is negating will also get dropped because there is nothing left to negate. But you cannot, you have to negate. Everything means even the negator will have to be negated. So that Bada Avati, what remains is pure Sat or pure truth or pure Satchitanda or pure awareness or bliss, or whatever name you want to read it. But that is a immediate and which cannot be denied because even the when even the notion of the negator is depending upon that so when you drop the negator where will it fall back to the substratum where one negator, no. multiple negators, all of them will go to the same thing. This is exactly what they said that. Whether it is a lion, the mosquito, the human being or anything, in the deep sleep there is nothing else to negate. So everybody in the deep sleep is the same. It is not my deep sleep. When the Upanishad is saying that, having become one with the truth, the Sat, we do not know that we have become one with the thing. Because there is no I to know that. But the truth is that even the I, the negator has been dropped. So what remains is the truth. Yeah, thank you, Binduji. This was not, uh, right now the question was not about negation, but um, this is also what, uh, you know, good that it, it gets clarified. But uh, it was just to uh, not have that boundary of that awareness is here. It seems to be it. There is awareness, and awareness is always aware, and it's me. I mean, the real me, without using the I there. But till there, versus saying that's everywhere. That I guess will like has to sort of be automatically seen when one is uh, must be something else which is not dropped fully and then I guess that's one way and the other way is to just understand it uh, correctly so thank you see in all your statement joy I can see that there is a shell which is unbroken and it is from that shell all the standpoints are being evaluated That aspect of separatedness, which I call it as a shell, is the very problem that you are not able to see beyond it. And how it is done, only you can do it because you are holding on to it. The moment you say a but is to ascertain that separatedness is real. And that is the reason the but statements, your statements start with the but. I understand all those things, but that is the way you say that, no? So which shows that, that 
to go beyond that the effort has to take plan are you a separate entity if you are feeling the separate entity feeling where is the reality for it and that separate entity feeling is it permanent or a changing one these analysis only you can do it in your because it's all in your mind nobody from outside can see it nor the teacher nor the scriptures nor the masters nobody can see it only you can know it and you are the only one who will know when this when that separatedness is also broken that time you don't have to know it separately because it it is self evident there is no instrument specifically required for that because that is the power for every instrument so that will know by itself that self effulgence or self knowing nature of it is the reason why but for that the separatedness will have to go kanu you have any question before i wind up uh, i was just wondering if you um I just for me the 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 ability to feel like have like what some people call clairs or empathy like you can stand next to someone and you can feel what they're feeling and you're discussing like dropping the ego dropping the i but is that where this all leads and that doesn't and how do you live your life like that does that make sense like you can sense things from far away you can feel with your animal feels with your friend feels you can even hear thoughts why do you want to do why would i want to do that <laughs> it seems better to have my own separate self you don't have to you won't know, you won't know all those things you won't know that uh, you know empirical uh, relationship can be seen through because all you have is your instruments of cognition and your mind to assimilate that that cannot go beyond if somebody is saying that i can read your mind he is putting asking you questions and from there he is making a making a you know estimation as or the you know analysis of your own answers to lead you this is exactly what the nadi people also do it they have leading questions and then they narrow down narrow down narrow down and bring you to your answer yourself that is how it is i have seen that myself which patrick was mentioning about so when i'm saying to drop the ego is not to know what others are doing or being you know empathetic and uh, you know seeing through their mind etc it is to know oneself do you know who your real nature is or what is your real nature is is what our interest is in all these studies that is where the direction is not to know the how the world is operating or how the world is functioning that for that science is a better you know area rather than philosophy philosophy cannot go to know how the world is functioning but science will be able to give a better answer i stand with science in for that matter So are you saying like in some teachings they say as you go along the path you can get these these abilities I think maybe they're called siddhis I could be saying it wrong 
I hear, are you suggesting that we go, go beyond those things as well as what you're saying? Keep dropping all of it. Like that's not really what it is. Yes, exactly. What comes will not last forever. All that comes will go one day or the other. Whether it is Siddhis or whatever may be that wealth, the name, fame, your body, your size or your nature, your, your values and beliefs, everything will go because they all have come to you. But you have remained unchanging all through the changes. But the identity that I also is lost when you are in your deep sleep. That I also is not there. So there is an existence beyond the existence of the I. It is to that what we are leading everyone to go to and understand. And that is the true nature of everyone. Not only yours. Every atom in the world is made of that. Thank you, Pinoji. Well, Binduji, this is a little uh, late in the session, but since you're leaving, uh, I would like to ask you, from Pamath's point of view, uh, since Atma uh, has no beginning, has no end, it is never bound, so it can never be freed. So obviously there is no moksha. And moksha is also a concept that we need to drop. And uh, I'm also speaking from the Paramatic level, I'm not Vyabharic level. So uh, we need not entertain any concepts. We can simply drop the concept. So how about dropping the concept of no moksha? Moksha is for one who has bondage. Your freedom can come only if you are tied or you are bound by something. When the nature of Atma is Sarvagadaha and Nitya Mukta Subhavaha, there is no Moksha for a Mukta because it is already a Nitya Mukta, eternally free. So moksha is the one who is who will wake up, one who is sleeping only, no? So a dreamer only can wake up. Same way, a, a act which you are doing now is the bondage which you are assuming that you are a human being in the waking world of experiences is the reason why the waker who thinks he is a human being goes through the experiences. So is that nature of human nature is your permanent one? Are you the one who is always the human being? In all your experiences, unabatedly it should remain. But that is not remaining. Even in my waking to dream, dream to deep sleep and then to waking, when I am experiencing the changes in these experiences, the humanness itself is not permanent. So I'm not a human being now. That is the way in which you are. To, so when when the Upanishad says that you are a Nitya Muttar, you are eternally free, but you think that you are bound. You are bound by the body and by the relation to the body. 
think whether to analyze it whether it is real or not then you will know that you you were never bound or bound by any of those things at any point of time only during waking you are misapprehension non apprehension of the reality led to your misapprehension that you are a human being and therefore your relationships in the world think about it see through all those things the unchanging reality what is your true nature then you will know that there is no moksha also required thank you all it's time for me to wind up see you on friday same time we'll take question answer this friday and then week next wednesday same time we'll take the seventh chapter ariyom good night ariyom bindu thank Ariyom you so much. good night good night good night